What's going on in here? Well, I told you, we're remodeling closets. I knew this was going to happen eventually, but not so soon. Come on. Hi. Good we uh, oh, Welcome okay. to Closet for Clothes. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, 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 ho. I'll tell you, if oh, this show does not put you in the mood for the this holidays. Is like, this is crazy stuff. <laughs> this is fun. This is like this is like being in a shopping mall yes. with, on a weekend yes. with, uh, with a whole bunch of people and their carriages and babies and people running around and getting in the way. It's nuts. It's, it's absolutely nuts. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We, we're, oh. the, the expectation is we're having a radio show. That's right. It's always a good one. Yes. Uh-huh. Welcome to WCBN FM Ann Arbor. You are listening to 88.3 FM, and we're the Closets Are For Clothes show. I'm David Meitzler here with Dan Burns. Hi, Dan. Hey. How you doing? Oh, my gosh. Merry I Christmas. Mean, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Holy moly. I'll tell you, if this show doesn't put you in the mood. Oh, it's, uh, it's I mean, fun. all the pre-show stuff that was going yeah, on in the here. the planning, the excitement. And what? the construction. I yeah. mean, we were talking about the construction of just the yeah. radio show. In here, the construction that's happened when I walked in. Yeah, we've had a little uh, some 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 little things going on, some glitches and things because we're doing construction and all this stuff is all over the place. Yes, uh, but that's the fun of live radio. It's it's what makes. So it makes the season fun. Yes. Yeah. Well, and having all these musical instruments, and we have. Oh, and we're gonna have music today. We're gonna have we're music. Gonna have music in the studio, and uh, we're going to be talking with uh, Jared, and uh, we'll get to him in a little bit. But That's right. uh, he's gonna kind of talk to us, and we're gonna we're gonna kind of examine the coming out process, and uh, and uh, we're gonna make some music. Yep. And we're gonna have some fun. Yep. Um, oh. And we have a studio audience. I think we they do, heard the uh, a little bit of an the clapping <laughs> that there was just before the show yeah. started. You know, yeah. Yep. Fun. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Oh my goodness, me. Um, oh, you didn't hear the clapping. Have, that happened. Oh, you know, no, I brought something. <gasps> I brought a couple things. You did. Yeah, first of all, for the holiday. Aww. I brought. <clears throat> I brought cookies. Wow. I brought chocolate chip cookies for everybody. Woohoo! Yay! Fish, cookies. Yay! Yep. It's uh, <laughs> we're gonna so we're gonna be we're gonna be chowing down on the uh, on the chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, absolutely. And if I and remember your chocolate chip cookies in the past, they've been really good. They, these are real good. Now usually I make mine kind of a, a softer cookie, and this is a harder know. cookie. This oh, year. okay. A little more crisp. Oh, okay. Good to know. Yeah. Does that mean they're burnt or? No, no. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. No, that's not what it means. <laughs> it means they're crisp. God, it's eight versus ten minutes. That's what yeah. it is. All right. Anyway, so how was your week? You know, it's been actually pretty good. I mean, things have been um, trying to get in that spirit and trying to um, like, oh my gosh, the holidays are here and some are more coming and there's uh so just trying to get all ready for the um mm. just all the festivities and all the invitations yeah. and not trying to insult certain yeah. people and i have to work in the holidays which really ticks Aww. me off but uh, but you know what i did I, initially it really bothered me but now it just i think of christmas as a season so yes i can deal with that absolutely it's a season it's it's more than one day a- absolutely you know? i mean I if started... you celebrate christmas that's and, right and many people don't well but there are other holidays that are in this area Kwanzaa too. I mean, is the 26th absolutely so it was Boxing Day. Oh. See? International. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this. Are you a, are you a boxer? <laughs> I'm my own dream. Well, you know, never mind. I, I won't even go into, brief, into yeah. a brief uh, comment about that. But mm. Let's have a cookie. <laughs> See? Joe's the only one getting my jokes here. So, <laughs> Joe, you can come back anytime. <laughs> Joe's part of our studio audience. Yes, exactly. Have a cookie. Oh, oh, sorry. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So. So now, um, oh, right. you're going to forget our studio audience? <laughs> I mean, we you. finally get one. That's <laughs> 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 uh, uh, <laughs> right. People are so hard to please. Yeah, I'll tell you. That's right, exactly. Wow. And Alex, you're more than welcome to come in here and have some cookies, too. He's like, oh, no, thanks a lot. I'm uh, studying for an exam. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? <laughs> Anyway. Oh God. Okay. Um, oh. But so, how how has your week been, Dave? I haven't seen you like forever. Uh, I've been away, just traveling. Absolutely. All over the place, yeah. I mean, it was before Thanksgiving, in mm-hmm. fact. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm just working a lot. You're just working a yeah. lot. Okay. That's all right. Making those big bucks. No. Yeah. No. I was going to say <laughs> at the minimum wage you're going. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Still wearing those holy bucks. shirts. I see. Yeah, you know? well, no. Just, no. no. Uh, yeah, oh, I was it. kidding. I really was kidding. <laughs> I did not realize you were. <laughs> oh, it's tough. You know, with yeah. radio, you kind of go with it. <laughs> well, for as far as the audience knows, 
That's right. You know, I was going to say, well, be that's, wearing just about and that's anything. why I wear my plush collar. There we go. The engineer Yay. came in for some cookies. There you go, Alex. we got to keep the engineer happy. Absolutely. Alex uh, is our... Uh, Engineer, yes. and uh, we do appreciate him very much. Absolutely, he keeps us uh, sounding good throughout the year. So, mm-hmm. thank you, Alex. Absolutely, I don't think we've said thank you for, in a long time to you. So, thank you. Mm-hmm. Hey, okay, good. He's like, mm. you're so. enjoying a cookie. Oh, absolutely. Oh, these are uh-huh. delicious. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. to get the crunching sound on the air. That's yeah, they are a little crispier. That's mm. true, but so, they're delicious. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about coming out in a little bit. And do you remember when you came out, Dan? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, it was. Um, where where were you in life? Were you in in, in elementary school? Were you out of college? Oh, were you, where, well, I guess it depends on where I was in my in my um, like in my coming out process. It's a process, right? It's a it's a Absolutely. whole big deal. Yeah. Like coming out to myself yeah. and realizing what was going on, or coming out to. Uh, um, or to the world, and then coming out to my family and friends. Yeah, there's all different kinds of stages. And so, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember when I realized it was different, not really knowing what it was. That was definitely early on. That was definitely like, um, yes, I remember Joe Lorenzell. <gasps> it still my heart. Um, mm-hmm. So, he was uh, in middle school. He was another classmate. Oh. He was like the... Um, yeah, he was the first one that got to like six feet, all hair, you know, the hormones were raging in him and things like this. And oh, and they were raging in me too. Um, absolutely. And uh, so that's when I knew something was a little different, you that's know. Fun. I definitely wanted to, at that time, wanted to be friends. I wanted to go mm-hmm. and, you know, play G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, um, and that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the process, and uh, and Jared is here, as I say, and we're going to discuss uh, his little process. Um, not to diminish it. I was going to say it wasn't that little. And it's, not little. <laughs> and, it's, and, it's and it's and it's never over. You just always. Oh. Well, and that's the other thing too. It's like every like every new school year, every new mm-hmm. you know event that I go to, every new. Oh, that's right. Um, uh, uh, we have uh, cookies. Yeah. So yeah, come on it. They're they're a little crispy for you. Yeah. So you know they're the, the crispy type. Uh huh. And um, but there's um, there's also some. Uh, um, so anyway, I do remember. That's okay. Um, I like the crispy type. Mm. Oh! Have a cookie. <laughs> okay. Um. So what was I talking about? Oh, Joe Lorenzell. But yeah. yes, he was. Oh, uh, he sounds great. Oh, he was. Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna have some cookies and we're gonna have some music and we'll be back in just a little bit. The crit. I am so impressed. I mean, having those all those instruments in that here, is terrific. Stuff. I mean, uh, it, it's just—it's amazing. Good. No wonder we filled up every single studio with yeah. all these instruments. You know, it's hard. It's hard. Well, it's we fun. are really working out today. All uh, the studio. And the... Ding dong, merrily on high. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that might be how they describe it. Oh, it's okay. People. You're listening to Closet for Clothes. I'm David Meitzler here with Dan Burns, and our guest tonight is Jared. And uh, Jared recently is—we uh, we call him a JCO. Do you know what that is, Dan? Mm-mm. Just come out. Oh, okay, got yeah, it. JCO. Mm-hmm. 
I thought um, it was like the Jesus Christ organization. Or no, something. no, different, okay. no, different, Got diff- it. different organization. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hello, Jared. Hi, it's nice to be here. Hi, glad glad you could come here tonight. Um, you're from the area, right? You're from Michigan. You kind of grew up in this whole area, right? Yep. I was actually born in Indiana. I was raised in mm-hmm. Michigan. What part of Michigan? Uh, really from the middle of nowhere, the other side of Lansing. Oh, the West. The West. You know that's known as the Bible Belt area of Michigan. That is known as the Bible yeah. Belt area of Michigan. I'm very yeah. aware of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. see, I just bypass to go straight to Saugatuck, you know. Yeah, just, yeah. I do. Um, well, do you at least wave? I mean, when you go by. Well, no, because then usually I know I can't stop to pee because I'm going to in trouble. <laughs> Yeah. Now, when um, when you were growing up, and I want to I want to talk about the idea, the concept of gay with you, you know, and and what was, you know, you're growing up, you're on the west side of Michigan. What was gay as you were growing up as a boy? What was your understanding of it? Uh, that it wasn't right. Um, Who said just, that? Just society. I mean, it was just a norm, you know. It's the Bible Belt of Michigan, and, and it's it's frowned upon, um, and that's part of the struggle that I've dealt with on a day-to-day basis still. And now you're on the east side of Michigan. And now I'm and on the east. You're, and you're still dealing with it. And I'm and I'm still dealing with it, sure. That's, you know, it was the way I was raised. That's the way it'll mm-hmm. take me a while to get over that. Mm-hmm. Now, growing up, um, you you do hunting. I do hunting and, and fishing. And fishing. You're all about the what I might think of as a kind of a traditional absolutely masculine yeah very masculine hunting seems like a very masculine thing doesn't it it, it, it is i mean um how big is your family brothers and sisters i have one biological sibling three stepbrothers and a stepsister okay i just want to ask about the sister does she hunt no yeah why not it's a guy thing it's it's right? a guy thing yeah. okay so you're growing up you're on the west side of michigan in a fairly conservative area and and gay is, seems to be a wrong kind of thing to you and you're plus you're a hunter you're you're all into that you're all into the male lifestyle that's right yeah okay hmm. and and then did it ever get talked about in your family the male lifestyle? No, no, the the gay. Oh, being, oh okay. You know, gayness, gay, gay people in general. Obviously, mm. there was no one gay in the family, right? So, right. How did the family talk about gay people? Um, I I really honestly I have a really accepting family. Um, but in a way, I feel like they have to to think the same way that society does to be accepted as quote normal. Hmm. What is that? Well, that's that <laughs> is the question, isn't it? <laughs> so you have to be normal to be accepted. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and so as far as your family was concerned, and you're growing up, and you're doing that role of the masculine hunter, and you were thoroughly enjoying it. I'm not saying that you were masquerading. As right, and I still do. Yeah, you are. You are into all into that kind of business, on uh, that kind of entertainment and uh, that kind of sport. So, like, okay, and we're not talking about like whether hunting is good <laughs> or bad. But what is what about hunting? Do you like? I mean, what is it that a lot you know, of what it, is it that in your core is like? To me, it's getting away. Mm-hmm. I was I was born and raised in the country. Um, it's about getting away, being by myself. It's about solitude. And that's why I go to the UP a lot to hunt. You get down into the cedar swamps and you you can't hear cars. Nothing. You're it. Mm-hmm. So so it's, so it's not necessarily about the kill. Oh, it's absolutely more about not. like being out there in nature and absolutely and just having moments to think. Because that's what I always think about like with fishing. It's really not that you catch anything, but it's just being out on those waves. Or it's about not thinking. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Because yeah. I just want to. Yeah. Because some people, when you think of hunting, they you know folks think of the kill and poor little Bambi's mom and all that good stuff. And it's like no, it's really just being out in nature mm-hmm. now would i mean okay can I do one more thing can like what about just go camping instead i i do a lot of camping as well oh, okay. yeah. um, now were you in the scouts scouting program no no okay i was i was too yep yeah sorry some of our audience members were too i think yeah. that's right yeah um okay so now <laughs> no the, I- the idea of gay and w- did you have any attractions to other guys when you were going up growing up in school out west I would say that it probably, I started to realize it probably my sophomore or junior year of high school. How? Um, well, I just started realizing that I was attracted to men. I was in a serious relationship with a woman at the time, and uh, I just really wasn't getting anything out of it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't fair to me or her. But how did you know or recognize that you were attracted to males? Well, it was, a, I mean, it was a slow process over a period of several years. I just started to realize that I no longer was checking out women at all mm-hmm. and uh was oh man he's cute you took notice i took notice of the male 
population. So, okay, so because this comes up a lot. Like, so why did you get involved with a woman if you were gay? Well, because at the time I didn't really... I didn't really had I hadn't accepted it myself yet mm-hmm. at that point. And two, I was I I was trying to make it work. Right. Right. So it was a situational thing. I mean, you were just trying to fit in. It wasn't necessarily that you were trying to harm her exactly. or, or trying to lie. Yeah, that was considered exactly. normal. That was just yeah. the thing. And, this is what and you, you do. do that. And, and that was the last thing I would have ever wanted to do was hurt her. I'd known her since kindergarten. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, and, well, and, well, she was a, and she was a friend too, right? And so it was, yeah. you were really just essentially trying to continue the friendship and get maybe a little bit more intimate. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that seems quite normal to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. And so then you you went and you finally got into college. And where did you go to college? And I go to Eastern Michigan University. Eastern Michigan University, Nipsalani. Okay. The cheaper one. The cheaper one. <laughs> <gasps> and sometimes the better. <laughs> Education now, first. Now, some, now, sometimes in in uh, what happens is because college is such an environment of uh, people coming from all different areas, it's much more. It becomes a diverse population, and that must have you must have noticed that, and you must have started to see. Oh, there's there's black people and white people and yellow people and there's tall and short people and all these people from all these different parts of the world possibly and right and I started when I when I moved away from home because everybody lives within ten miles of my house all my aunts all my uncles cousins everybody and when I moved away I started to feel you know I, I could probably start to become myself a little bit and not worry about what the family's going to think right now mm-hmm. so you got to college and then what did gay mean in college happy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it could. Well, <laughs> parties on Saturday night. That's right. Hello. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, well, I started I started accepting the idea of being gay and then started to accept that I was and that I wasn't going to change it. And it slowly developed into, uh, you know, I deserve to be happy just as much as the next person. And then it's developed into I'm proud. What caused to, that, though, in you to just suddenly or over this process, what point did it switch to it gay being something unusual and strange and bad or or not normal to it being you, you being gay? Seeing that there were more people like me out there. So you, you became uh, aware of gay people and they became friends of yours? Yeah. And the fact also that there are straight people that are perfectly accepting of the idea. And that was a new thing to you? That was a new thing to me. So how did you react to that? I mean, how did you react to folks, you know, like when they said, oh, the gay people are are okay? Well, for a while, I kind of put it on the back burner. And I tried not to worry about it. And I tried not to think about it. And I continued to uh, just, uh, well, maybe. I'd, I'd, you know. And, and over time, as I saw that it was more socially accepted, um, I just said, you know what? I'm going for it. If you decided that, then that means you were ready to come out. Right. Well, that's just been within the last six months or so. That I mean, it's a, it's been a long process. For right. Me. So well, the process was first you saw it in yourself, and then you had to decide it was okay. Right. And then you had to decide to share it with somebody besides your innermost thoughts. Right. Who was that? Well, I I have a friend uh, that I I just I called on uh, National Coming Out Day, and uh, I just said, Hey, I I got to tell you something. What? And I I was just blunt. I just threw it right out there. I said, Hey, I'm gay. You did that on National Coming Out Day. This I past October? On, yes. Oh my gosh, David. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me it's brand new coming out. I said out. he was a JCO. <laughs> Just coming out, but that to me is like, oh, two years. I had no idea. So you ju- literally just came out. Yep. People, this is, I'm just, I feel like Oprah. I'm just, I'm hearing the story as it's unfolding. So, okay, wait, wait we got to back up a little bit, buddy. So... So how did you choose to even tell? I mean, I know you said you're your best friend, but... Well, I had had a friend that I had been friends with for about four years, and I knew that that friend was gay. Right. And and I just thought, you know what, that's going to be the easiest first step for me, to, to telling a friend that I know is a friend, that I know is gay, and that's going to accept it, and that was the first step. And what? Why? how did you know he was going to accept it? No, it's, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I, I was hoping that he was going. Okay, to so you it, were, knowing okay. that he was too. Were, were you in a relationship by then? Have you been with other men? I I had yes, and I had just started a relationship at that time. I'd been in a relationship. So you for a couple really of you weeks. came out to them first. That yeah. I did. Yeah, but this, but that was maybe a less risk to you than coming out to a personal friend. Right. That was a less of a risk to me because it was somebody. Um, previous to that, it was somebody that I was currently kind of having a relationship with. 
Um, so it, I didn't feel in danger by telling them. Um, so telling my friend over the phone was the first step I took outside of a relationship. How did it feel? Honestly, I, I was nervous. I was sweating. Um, and, and after I did it, it felt great. It really did. How did they react? They were thrilled. Really? Yeah. Wow. Now, did they, now, what do you mean by thrilled? They were like, it's about time or it's, or it's like, oh, well, I'm glad you discovered this about yourself or. The, the thing was, was that I, I think that he felt a little, um, he was like, well, why didn't you tell me sooner? Okay. And uh, I'm like, well, you know, I just, I wasn't ready to accept it myself yet. And he goes, well, I just feel bad. And he, I, I think he felt bad that he, he felt like he'd made it so I couldn't talk to him about it. And that wasn't the case at all. Uh, the case was I hadn't really accepted to myself yet. Right. So you had to actually figure that stuff out before they could figure it yeah, out. But don't, I think it's interesting that you sort of had come out to certainly the person with whom you were having a relationship and quite, quite a bit. I mean... You were in a relationship, right? Right. Well, they may not have like consummated but, it yet. But that, but that's an entirely different thing than you know coming out to a friend. Isn't that interesting? It's a different dynamic. Absolutely. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, for not to keep you out of it, Jared. But yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I think that. So in Jared's life, David. <laughs> yeah, well, so, so, so Dan and I are not talking and facing each other. It's our private conversation. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I think that it would be. I mean, I, I guess the because you, the coming out to a total stranger is a lot different, and especially if it's a total stranger that you know is gay. I mean, I'm assuming that this part, this person that you were in a relationship, Jared, that was was also gay, or you knew that they were gay, or was it just somebody well, you saw in you know? Well, it started out. Um, Jim, this is this is kind of embarrassing, but I'll just, oh, okay. I'll throw it out there. Uh, okay. My my first. Um, Step for that was uh, I knew a guy on Facebook that I knew was gay, and I just okay. I sent him a message and said, "Hey, would you like to hang out sometime?" And sure, so we started hanging out for a while, mm. um, and then he introduced me to one of his friends who was gay, and, and our relationship has blossomed from there. So you experimented first, really, by by forcing yourself to meet other gay people, and and because you hadn't a previously established a relationship with them, it was new and not a, a risk. Exactly. Yeah. And and the, the awkwardness for me carried into the beginning of my dating um, with my boyfriend now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> our, our first date was to Chili's. I wasn't really sure whether it was a date or not, so I was all awkward, and he was awkward, and it was, it was awkward. And uh, the next thing I know, uh, we went up north for a weekend, and... Uh, that was that was the second date. <laughs> that so is a great and hopefully, Chili's was a Thursday, and he went up on Friday. That's not. exactly what happened. <laughs> but but wow. uh, but, I want dates like that. Absolutely. <laughs> well, at Holy the at, at, at the point that we had gone up north, uh, the the first night that we were up there, the the awkwardness continued, um, and and I was like, I was keeping my distance, and and. Um, <laughs> It it was interesting, but what ended up happening the first night, I'm like, do you want me to sleep on the couch or can I, oh, you can sleep with me. Okay. Well, that's fine. I slept on about four inches of the bed wearing shorts and a t-shirt going, do I, don't I, do I, don't I, do I, don't I. And um, thankfully the next night I made the first move because apparently he was never going to. Oh. <laughs> now, did he never have plans to do so or like he really truly was? Thinking? He wanted to. He just never makes first moves. Yeah. Ever, gotcha. yeah, and that could be really crippling, you yeah, know. Oh, if absolutely. you don't, you just need that little bit of aggression in there sometimes. To, well, to somebody's got to start it. Start the fire. Absolutely, you know? well, that that was me. Yes. Well, good yes. for you. <laughs> yes. So, so actually, um, that risk you took became a real benefit to you. A very big yeah. benefit. It turned out very well, better than I could have ever hoped. That's terrific. Well, and it's it, it's also sounds like you have a pretty good gut. They could judge people. I mean, how long had you been talking to this person or checking out their Facebook? A week. Okay. That's, that's a good start. Yeah. And on their Facebook, did it say they were gay, straight? No. Okay. So it didn't say anything. So didn't you really anything. did just go with your gut. Well, that that was the thing, too. But then I was like, oh, it, I, I don't even know if he's gay. So then I called my friend and introduced me to him. I'm like, is he gay? And he's like, what? well, why do you think I would have introduced you to him? I'm like, well, you could have told, told me. me. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks a lot. We're, we're going to uh, we're going to revisit this topic and talk a little bit more about Yeah, because I want the, details. Yeah, the... <laughs> Great. The, talk about this new gay social network you have <laughs> yes, and this thing called face something. Right, right. I, I don't it's know what that... Sucking face. That's something. What it is. <laughs> something. And, uh, but first, we're going we're gonna to play some music. 
And Dan, you're going to be part of this. Oh, cool! Yeah, I brought props. I brought oh, props. man, I'm scared now. I, am... I got... <laughs> <laughs> I got some bells here. Absolutely! <laughs> All right, and we're we're gonna we're gonna do jingle bells, and uh, Jared has his guitar with him, and uh, Dan, you need some words here. <laughs> Maybe our audience doesn't really want me to know the <laughs> and, words. And uh, you want to do the refrain with us, and we'll do the verses and stuff. How's that sure, sound? sure, it sounds great. Okay, yes. let's let's. Now the refrain is the or that's the chorus. That that's you the know, chorus. Yeah. Okay, thanks. that's the one that you know really well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh O'er the fields we go, laughing all the way Bells on bobtails ring, making spirits bright What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells A day or two ago, I thought I'd take a ride, and soon Mr. Fanny Bride was seated by my side. The horse was lean and lank, misfortune seemed his lot. We ran into a drifted bank, and there we got up shot. Whoa, jingle bells, jingle bells. Jingle all the way, oh what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh, hey! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way, oh what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. A day or two ago, the story I must tell, I went out on the snow I fell. A gent was riding by in a one-horse open sleigh. He laughed at me as I lay there, but quickly drove away. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells. Jingle all the way, oh what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Now the ground is wide, go it while you're young. Take the boys along and sing this sleighing song. Just bet a bobtail bay to 40 as his speed. Hitch him to an open sleigh and crack, you'll take the lead. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. That is, that is my new favorite Christmas song because uh, I had no idea how slutty that was. You're listening to Closet Oh my Dark gosh, falling into a, a snowbank on my back. This is quite a song. It's, Heels up. I mean, I'd, well, I changed a couple of the words. It, it's supposed to be take the girls along. I had to change yeah. it to oh, take the boys along. Right, I had exactly. to change it. A little Absolutely. bit of creative license for the good of the cause. That's right. You're listening to Closets Are for Clothes on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. I'm David Meitzler here with Dan Burns, and our guest tonight is Jared, talking about coming out, talking about Christmas, talking about cookies, which I'm going to eat right now. Absolutely. We'll be right back.
Hi, I'm Bryn. And I'm Lorraine. And we're from Camp Trans, and you're listening to Closets Are for Clothes on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. It's a radio, radio for, for all, all kinds, kinds of people. people. We are back. Welcome to Closet for Clothes. David Meitzler here with Dan Burns and our guest tonight's Jared talking about coming out. We are munching down cookies like you wouldn't believe. Absolutely. I mean, the can's like um, <laughs> half, I mean, half empty. Oh, it's, Goodness. It's crazy. Or half full. When we last, uh, by the way, we just uh, did a, our own personal rendition of uh, Jingle Bells with some modified Which is versions. fabulous. Our studio audience is just in teared up they through the whole just, thing. Uh, it was a standing a, ovation, I uh, think. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, and that brass section. Now I have to admit, they were they amazing. Are very good. Absolutely very good. Goodness. Uh, when we last, before we took the music break, uh, we were talking about coming out, and Jared was talking about the college experience and right. his new relationship, and how he met this gentleman on on um, on Facebook, and and they things, just were about to get into things saucy blossomed. Stuff. Things exactly. just went terrific, and it's because Jared took a, a step. He made effort to to come out. Mm-hmm. It's not always easy it doesn't just happen he had a kind of first question himself and then once he realized i think jared don't let me put words in your mouth but i think you realize that you're okay i i am well he he also lucked out how's that well i mean the other thing is is that he could have stepped out and and talked to somebody and they could have been very um, they could have taken advantage of Jared. They could have, um, not that I'm looking at somebody who's got millions of dollars here, but I mean, I guess I'm being very judgmental, but I mean, but I'm, I don't think they'd be bribing him, but they could have, I mean, the, he could have introduced him to, to some very, uh, but, um, not the, the best element of our community. And he could have, I mean, there's, there's oh, some coming out stories yeah. that well, are not. And, and in any culture, you can be taken advantage of. Absolutely. And so, um, and and what about that, Jared? If you had received a negative reaction, how do you think that would have affected you? Well, it it definitely uh, wouldn't have changed who I am. That's not going to happen. Yeah, good point. Um, good point. However, that definitely would have delayed my process, mm-hmm. and and I'll be the first to tell you that I really lucked out, and I really have a very strong support group for mm-hmm. that. Okay. Um, other friends at college. Now I know Eastern Michigan University has a gay programs office. Have you? Did you consult them at all? I have not. Would you? I've I've looked into it, but it, being my senior year and stuff, I <clears throat> I've been busy with working and everything else. That I'm more focused on getting out of there right now. When you were talking about coming out, you said that you called up a friend of yours and you came out on National Coming Out Day. Considering right now, who's the most important person in this? coming out process for you to come out to do you think oh now you're asking me to pick sides no i'm just i i well you know the the first the first step i well for me i guess the person i started a relationship with is probably the first and easiest step um but also telling a friend that was outside of a relationship was huge um and it, and it's it's all downhill from here oh, oh, um i i want to correct that i don't think it's downhill i think it's now the journey is much more exciting. I mean, I think the journey... It gets easier. It's easier, but I think it's... its I, I guess I don't want to say downhill as if it's going to be a, a horrible experience, but it's going to be... It's easier, but now now the discoveries that you're going to make about yourself... I mean, the things that are going to be happening... I know we're going to talk about this like six months from now, but, um, but that there's going to be a lot of other changes that are going to happen, a lot of other discoveries you're going to make about yourself. And I think that that's... I mean, that's it, life is just definitely going to be more exciting in the next. Yeah, would you say it's a big deal for you to tell somebody else, or is it? I mean, what it, what difference does it make to you now? Is it is it still a attention issue? It 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 is kind of a big deal. Why? Um, that I well, you know, it was, it was like when I told my sister. To me, that was huge. You told your sister now. I told my sister uh, a couple weeks ago. Is she the only one in your family? She is the only one in my immediate family. Yes. Why'd you tell her? Again, because I knew she'd be the easiest first step with the people in my family and that mm. uh, she wasn't going to have a problem with it. In fact, I think she thinks it's pretty cool. 
So the people you know, you sort of went to the least resistance. I did. Yeah. And, and I've built my, my way up from there. Yeah. Um, but my, my sister's been very supportive. She's like, oh, yes, I've always wanted a gay friend. <laughs> wow, that's terrific. <laughs> so that went much better than it could have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Much better than it could have. <laughs> so so how, how did you know that she would have been the easier one? I mean, what signals mm. did she give you that made it... Well, and maybe it was easier for me. Okay. Because deep down, I know that I have thoughts that when I tell my parents, I fear that I'm going to let them down. Mm -hmm. And I still have those thoughts, and and that's something that I deal with on a daily basis. Uh, Mm -hmm. Did you have that concern with your sister? No. Did you think that telling somebody you are gay is letting them down in some way, that they might have a, a, a better expectation for you, as if it was something worse? In a way, yeah. Why? I, I, I feel that my parents would be embarrassed. Um, I'll tell my mom before I tell my dad. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Why is that? My mom will be the more accepting. Why? How do you know that? Well, let me clarify one thing. When I'm talking about my dad, I'm talking about my stepdad. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad and biological father are two separate people, mm-hmm. but uh, I just, I don't know. I just get the feeling that my mom would be more accepting of it, and then I will consult with her on whether or not, if and when, I should tell my dad. He's the one you go hunting with, right? He raised you from from a young boy? From, uh, yeah, I was like 15 when he married, 14 when he mm-hmm. married my mom. And you feel he would be disappointed in you? In, in a way... Yeah, I do. And I, and I really can't explain why. I just, I feel like in a way, for some reason, I'm letting them down mm-hmm. by not being, again, I'm going to use the word normal. Could it be an, ex- an expectation that he's put on you with you know, all the stuff that you guys have done together and, and how? Oh, absolutely. But I wouldn't consider it to be an expectation that he intentionally placed there. Well, absolutely. Oh, you're absolutely right. I don't think he intentionally... Because this is probably how he relates to other um, straight men. Does he have any other gay men in his life? No. Okay. None. So, would, do you think it would improve his understanding of people in life? I mean, you said your family's an open family, pretty accepting. We are a very open family. How about they accept their son? Is well, that a radical I'm, idea? I, well, I'm hoping that's the way it goes. Yeah. Well, we do too. But absolutely. What do you think is going to happen? I think that it's going to take some time. Um, I don't think that they're going to pack my bags because we couldn't fit all my junk in a moving truck. I've <laughs> do you believe your parents love you? Absolutely, without a doubt. Do you think, do you and think... that's going to be the basis of it. Trust me, I've tried my parents enough times. <laughs> <laughs> you could always end it by saying, well, it's not as bad as the time that I... Exactly, and there's <laughs> a the book. Fire. There's yeah. a book. <laughs> wow. Um, let's talk just a, a second about, uh, we're going to come back to the coming out process, but, um, we're going to do another song in just a moment. And, uh, where, do, where does this music fit in? You have a guitar. You're sitting, he's sitting here with a guitar, uh, through the entire, uh, show. And it's, It uh, never leaves my side. It never leaves your side. It's my baby. <laughs> where, where does, where does music now fit into your life? Is this a new thing for you? It is absolutely not a new thing for me. Um, I grew up listening to oldies and classic rock, thanks to my parents, um, and have a plethora of useless knowledge when it comes to I can tell you who wrote a song, who sung it, mm-hmm. and when it was produced. Mm-hmm. Are your parents um, musicians? They are not. Mm-hmm. My dad is a huge classic rock fan. I mean, everything. He's got thousands of vinyl albums, and as do I. How um, long have you been playing the guitar? I picked it up in July. That seems kind of new. It, it's kind <laughs> of new. It's something I've always wanted to do, and this summer I was working full-time, and I just said, I'm going to buy myself a guitar. So, so what really, what really pushed me over the edge to buy it was Guitar Hero. I'm not gonna lie. I'd always wanted to play guitar, and then I rocked out on Guitar Hero. I was the king of my floor in the dorms, and so I went and purchased a guitar, and it's all gone downhill. Well, let's let's hear a piece of music, and uh, this is a song that you wrote. This is a song that I wrote, um, and I guess I'll just I'll say who I wrote it for. I wrote it for my boyfriend that I'm that I'm still currently with. And I'm gonna switch to a different microphone. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dedicate it to him. Uh, he's been a major influence in my life and has really helped with my process as well. Um, and this is the first song that I felt like I ever wrote that was, well, songs are a living thing. They're never really complete. But uh, the third refrain is kind of multiple choice, so just go with me. All right. 
about saying goodbye I just want to hold you close by my side Darling, won't you let me stay? I'll be gone by the morning light And I'll be thinking about you all day I hope to have you back by tonight I want to hold you in my arms And spend my time with you all day I want to hold you in my arms And think about you all day And that is why I hate to say Goodbye I said that's why I hate to say Being apart's like drinking cold coffee Will you be my microwave? Will you warm my heart and soul? All you do is have to say okay I can't stand to leave your side Not even in my dreams So I'll hold you really close And promise not to let you go Because I wanna hold you my arms to spend my time with you all day. I want to hold you in my arms and think about you all day. And that is why I hate to say goodbye. I said that's why I hate to say goodbye. You know it kills me just to say goodbye to you every day And that is why I hate to say goodbye But I just woke and the dawn it just broke So I think that it's time to say goodbye to you for today but no, it kills me just to say goodbye to you every day And that is why I hate to say goodbye to you every day I said that's why I hate to say goodbye to you every day Great. So, and, and this is a song that you wrote, or that you just you found? No, nope, it's a song that I wrote. Wow. And so, how did so how did you start the whole start? Uh, what motivated you to yeah. write a song like that? I I tell you, I I don't know where the motivation comes from. I guess I'd call it love. 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 What's that? <laughs> it's like eating a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the music and the coming out process seem to be paralleled a little bit. As far as your performance of music. Well, and that's one of the things that I love about music is that, uh, you know, I've always been a fan of music, um, and it's it's just a way to express myself. Mm -hmm. And and what is it that, why were, were you not expressing yourself? Is it like what you came out that you were able to express yourself now because of 
you're coming out process and you're expressing yourself as you truly are or no i, I think that uh well it, yeah expressing myself as, as to who i truly am yeah and the beauty of music is is that you don't really have to specifically say anything but you can say things with it mm-hmm. absolutely so uh, the coming out and we were talking about you and your family and you said that your parents love you and you seem to have no question about that absolutely not no question that is no question, right? right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, all right, so I think I know the answer to this, but what does your family as a whole mean to you? My my family as a whole, I mean, they're my rock. They are who I look to. They're my lighthouse in the in the middle of a storm. I mean, that's who I look to, and, and we're a very close family. Um, and we're also very accepting. Whenever you know you bring somebody over, we do our best to make sure that they feel like family. It's interesting. It seems like your family is the closest group of people that you're with. I mean, they are the most intimate connection you have spiritually and and, uh, and everything else. And you feel there's a risk. There's a great risk. Well, I do because I enjoy the relationship that I have now with my parents. And and that's another fear of mine is that I don't want to do anything that risks damaging the relationship that I have with them now. But yet, even though being that close, they really don't really know you. True. Well, we we think you right. think they don't know. Well, you. I think I, you know. It's 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 been said that a mother always knows. Well, and I've been warming her up slowly. I've been warming her up to the idea. The audience and was I, nodding. Yeah, <laughs> they're all like, yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that I'm definitely slowly warming my mom up. And I talked to my sister today on the phone. She goes. You know, some of the things you said this weekend when you were home decorating the Christmas tree, you, you better watch what you say or she's going to find out. And I said, you know what? I think she already knows. Right. Mm. And, and, and how, what, what, what signals that she, she I mean, know? are you like the best Christmas tree decorator in the family? Well, here's how I decorated the Christmas tree this year. I took the wad of lights and I threw them mm-hmm. at the tree and said, my portion's done. Oh, I was thinking you made me hung up an ornament that said I'm gay or something. Yeah. I, I don't have that yet. <laughs> or, or arrange the lighting so it said, I am gay. <laughs> Special rainbow uh, patterns of the lights and everything. What do you... No, that, that I, I apparently need to stop at Hallmark. I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they should have a gay, they should, Hallmark should have like a gay, like, like Absolute gay could, you, could you point yeah, me absolutely. to the 2007 line of I'm gay ornaments, please? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just, you know, just I think c- that the fact that you're in Hallmark alone. <laughs> <laughs> As a male. As a male, exactly. <laughs> So, so your 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 family and you are are very much intertwined and very close. What about your extended family, as far as uh, cousins and, and grandparents? What about your grandparents? I I have um, well uh, biologically, I only have one grandma still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about her? As far as her my, knowing, my problem, <laughs> yeah. About as far as her knowing, my my concern with her knowing is that uh, she she belongs in the Bible Belt. And and I love her to pieces, and she but she is really strictly religious. You're from the Bible Belt too, buddy. I am from the Bible Belt, and she's not. She lives in Fort Wayne, and and I love her, and she's helped me out a lot through life. Uh, I'm just questioning how accepting of it she's going to be because of her religious you know, beliefs. You know, I've I've certainly seen that before, and I don't fault you in any way for that idea. It's uh, but it's interesting that it's also been my experience that our elders are vastly more experienced and they uh, have a better understanding of the nature of the world yeah. than the you know the log cabin republicans who are uh, just going through you know college and right and, and hunting yeah and, and right 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 well, yeah. <laughs> does grandma hunt grandma does not hunt mm. But she really does. But she likes the venison I bring her. Yeah, so. You're probably so, her favorite grandchild. I'm her favorite grandson by far. Yeah. That's a given. Come on, he's gay. <laughs> he's always the favorite. I'm her favorite grandson, and I can say that uh, knowing so because I'm her only um, oh, grandson. Oh, <laughs> Got walked right into that one. Uh, well, I have a couple questions about it. So one is, so how are you dealing with the the religion of your family or the family you know spirituality uh, what, what that, faith are you that is uh, Christian uh, United Methodist mm-hmm. and that is something that I trust me deal with on an everyday basis and, and it's, it's it's yeah. it's gone up and down it I mean it, I look at it from a secular point of view and I look at it from a religious point of view and I'm somewhere kind of in the middle trying to decide <laughs> which way I'm going to go it's my understanding the Methodists have as their charter to be open and accepting to gays and lesbians. 
specifically written in the text. And there was a big Well, there's also one where there's more than two that. of them. They pass a collection. I, so, I mean, yeah. there's, there's a lot of things you can say about Methodists. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, and so, but what about the crisis in your, I mean, is there a crisis in your own faith of, with your... Yeah, did being yeah, but but that? Y- yes, it has. Why? Um, well, because I've struggled, you know, going up, growing up. It's oh, that's not right. You're you're going to have a wife. You're going to have kids, and that's yeah. the way a holy person lives. And so, and and I've had to deal with that, you know, on top of an already struggling. Well, I wouldn't necessarily call it struggling, but you know, faith. Well, was it, what you're probably saying struggling is that it isn't an uh, extremely strong, um, right? I have evangelical, my evangelical, yeah, uh, faith that it's it's you do believe that there's something. There. I mean, on your worst day, you know, there's something there for, according to your faith or your belief or your feeling that there's something yeah, and I can there. and I can spiritually sense that, hmm. right, right, but just struggling with the doctrine of it is might be the the problem, right? Exactly. Okay. So, do you think that your then your grandmother? would say something about faith or do you think she would be more rational and say and not come from an emotionally spiritual space honestly i have no idea and that's why i haven't told her i i, I fear that mm. <laughs> is she your mom's mom or she your... is my mom's mom yeah. okay so how are you telling your mom like you said you were signaling to her already now that you're conscious of of being gay, how are you signaling? Well, I've just been cracking a lot more jokes lately. Like we were setting up the Christmas tree, and my dad got called out. He was on call, and uh, she goes, "Is the tree straight?" And I said, "I don't know, Mom. I forgot to ask it at sexual orientation before I cut it down." Ah, uh, oh. there you go. Okay, <laughs> all right. So you're opening up the, convers- uh, the yeah, conversation. It's, it's of, yeah, it's coming up. I've been yeah. testing the waters. And um, how has her reactions been? It's been good um, for the most part. It's been good. Let's good. do some more music. Let's do some more music. Let's do some more music. Yes. So, absolutely. Don't keep going. So, um, so, so, one of the things that I really hope that when you do come out, that it doesn't end up being like our next song, a very long, <laughs> silent night. <laughs> <laughs> Just helping you with the transition, David. That's all. It is yeah. silent night. <laughs> <laughs>
So, what's up for uh, the next couple weeks? I mean, or actually the next week or so, um, you're going to be, assuming, visiting your family and... Um, I'm going to be taking my boyfriend to the family Christmas in Fort Wayne. Ooh, that should be interesting. That, that'll be this weekend, and then we're going to celebrate it over the weekend, and then we'll be spending Christmas Eve uh, separate uh, with our families. And, and oh, Wait, wait. I don't understand. So you're, oh, there's a big weekend. The big, big family, family, all thing. the aunts and uncles. Got it, this weekend. And, so he, and how are you going to introduce them? Uh, I haven't thought that far into the future. That's like three days from now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're coming up to a new year. And I, I think it's probably safe to say you've come out to more people this year than ever before. That, that That's very <laughs> safe to say. And what are your plans for the new year? How How's it going to go? As far as, that, it, as far as you, as far as Jared, as far as coming out. My goal uh, is to tell my mom by my birthday in March and my dad someday in the future. <laughs> <laughs> And um, absolutely. So, well, thank you so much, Jared, for sharing your story. Well, I appreciate you having Glad me. Glad you could have absolutely. here. We're going to have some more cookies, too. Here. Absolutely. Okay. Fantastic. I mean, there's only like two left. Holy moly, this tin was full. Engineer Alex is coming in here, too, I guess. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> See, we're, 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 our crowd is getting bigger and bigger. So, absolutely. Help yourself. Well, everybody, have a wonderful, fantastic um, uh, next few weeks, and um, hopefully everything is festive. David, thank you so much for being here today. Merry I really Christmas, appreciate it. Dan. And I want to wish, uh, hopefully, that um, uh, Gabe, tra his travels are doing well. He went to go visit his family over the, um, the next couple of weeks. So the next couple of weeks, you're actually going to have some encore presentations of uh, Closets Are For Clothes. So we will be seeing you in the next year uh, for live, some live shows, and uh, thank you so much for supporting Closets of Our Clothes this year. Um, we couldn't do this without you, uh, seriously, and I really appreciate everybody who tunes in every Wednesday um, to hear whatever we're going to be putting on the air. So thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great holiday season. Thanks for listening to Closets Are For Clothes every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor 88.3. You can contact us by calling 734-763-3500 or writing to 530-SAB Ann Arbor, Michigan 48109. And don't forget our new email address, wcbnclosets at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed are solely those of the speaker and are not the opinions of WCBN or their licensees, the regents of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns and engineer Alex Belhage, I'm Gabe Javier. Remember, be yourself because you don't get to be anyone else.